This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. They will get five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jackie. We need to add $6 billion on top of that. This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike. Biden's ransom payment will be immediately used to stoke violence, bloodshed, and mayhem throughout the Middle East, putting Israel, the United States, and the entire world in very grave peril. Joe Biden just lit a match to the Middle East. Man, and people laughed at Trump, of course, the Trump detractors. Oh, because so this is when, back in August, the Biden administration released $6 billion to Iran, and smart people said, well, so, <laughs> Iran, but we got those hostages back, so now we've done two things. And one, uh, they're going to take more hostages. Hey, listen, we take hostages, they pay us. You have that. And then you had people like um, Trump. You had Joe Manchin, the Democrat. From West Virginia. Saying... This is a really bad idea. You have just empowered, you just have just emboldened yeah. these people. The other thing then that we know now that happened in August, Iran started sitting down and they had tea or coffee or whatever terrorist drink and they started sitting down and plotting this whole thing that's mm-hmm. happening now. So when Trump said that stuff, you know, you're here's what you're doing. And here we are. I hope that you can share these messages in a polite fashion these facts with democrats uh and with progressives you see this is this is uh it's how it works man cause and effect it's like when you say a wordy dirt on the radio (laughs) (laughs) no comment (laughs) there's there's going to be an effect. <laughs> Something's going to happen to that, John. <laughs> Consequences. Uh, and that's what they're doing there. And I don't want to spend too much um, time on this, but I think it is worth pointing out uh, some facts about what's uh, what's happening. The other thing, and some people will misconstrue, well, it's a talking point. It's a conservative talking point. Um, no, these are these are facts. Um, the other thing that has happened, when we talk about people like Black Lives Matter and we talk about the squad, Corey Bush and AOC and how they really do, um, they don't like our country. And, and I say that in all sincerity, and I'm trying to be as mm. polite as possible. Yeah. Um, and their actions are now showing Black Lives Matter uh, celebrating the terrorist attack in Israel. And this was more and more than one place. Black Lives Matter chapters across the country doing this. Matter of fact, they put out a tweet with a paraglider. That's how some of these terrorists yeah. swooped in and attacked women and children and did all of those horrible things. And the news or there's news organizations putting out memos. Don't refer to them as terrorists. I really believe, man, and I'm not the cranky old dude. I'm just being factual here. Um they hate America, man. Um, they really do. You have these news outlets. Oh, we don't want to use the word terrorist. It might hurt some people's feelings, man. But isn't these the same people that want to defund the police, but yet yeah. pay your tax dollars yeah. for private security? Yeah. Hypocrites. Uh, Corey, Corey Bush, um, uh, Representative and Brandon, has, uh, of course, taken criticism on her own Twitter feed uh, in St. Louis. St. Louis media has covered it, I think, very fairly, basically saying she wants to end uh, military aid to Israel. If you look at her Twitter feed, she's she's not addressing that right now. She's been tweeting about Indigenous Peoples Day. She's not mentioning Columbus Day, but it's Indigenous Peoples Day. 
quote, I will always fight to protect indigenous communities and their sovereignty, end of quote. And she's talking about homelessness as well and, and quote, unquote, the unhoused crisis. So she, I, you know somebody's looking at those comments. She's not tweeting about mm-hmm. a Palestine right now, but she did did take some criticism. Senator Schumer, obviously, if you look at his his feed, he has made it very clear. He not, he condemned the attack, but also he was very upset with those protests, yeah. those demonstrations mm-hmm. in New York. So, uh, so why on earth an American would go and vote for somebody like a Cory Bush or Rashida Tlaib or anybody like that is mind Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar. As a matter of fact, and, and here's and here's more. Um, a concrete example of we talk about people get on the Twitters and stuff. By the way, you can find me at Twitter at Rathert Brandon did put a post on there. The message from Ted Cruz to uh, Republicans here in mid-Missouri. Uh, Brian Housworth, uh, you can find on Twitter also. At, at Brian on the air. Marsh, how do we find you on the Twitter? KWS News. And it's Twitter, not the Twitter. And technically it's X, but nobody's <laughs> calling it X. Um we talk about people can sit behind the Twitter and they can take all these hot takes like Rashida Tlaib. Uh, but then when they're asked to defend their position in person, she is being asked by a reporter here about her take on what's happening in Israel. So she's all hot on the Twitter. She gets bold on the Twitter, but in person. Terrorists have um, cut off babies' heads and burned children alive. Do you support Israel's rights to defend themselves against this brutality? We're just going to go through here. You can't comment about Hamas terrorists chopping off babies' heads? Spoiler alert, she would not answer the question. Now, she'll get on the Twitter and make some hot takes, but as a human being, when you approach a human being, and Rashida Tlaib is a human being, besides being a progressive lawmaker, she's also a human being. That says a lot about you. As a person, when you can't answer the question about, do you support this? Because everything you're saying says you support it. And as a human being, that says a lot about you. And, and Corey Bush, um, <laughs> you can read the, it's on her Twitter page. You can you can read that. Obviously, she, I, she has not, in, in my opinion, I've looked at the tweet. I mean, a lot of our listeners don't agree with it, to say the least. I, I don't take it she's celebrating an attack on Israel, or she's condemning the attack, but what people are upset about, at least the ones I, I've heard from, seen about, um, they're mad because she's called for an end to military aid to uh, to Israel. So that those comments from the other Congress, and I, I believe she's from either Michigan or Minnesota, the one you just played, I'm not aware of that, but boy, that, um, that is interesting. It's, it's, it's poor. Beyond you being a, an elected servant... Uh, lawmaker, uh, woman, all those things that you think define you. Your answer, your lack of an answer that defines you as a human being. Apparently there's a wreck. Ashland, this is in Columbia, Ashland Drive and Stadium. We've been getting some texts and it's backing traffic up um, along 63. So we're keeping an eye on that for you this morning. If you're in that area, what you see, let us know. 874-9390. Now, Missouri News. Uh, this happened on the show. We were not expecting this. This happened on the show earlier this morning. Well, I'm really excited. Uh, today is going to be a great day. Uh, later this afternoon, I'm going to formally announce my candidacy for lieutenant governor. Which was funny because... Exclusive. You as bet. he was saying that, he says, well, later today, and we're going to find out who it is here in just a second. John, I was kind of like... He said, well, later today, I'm going to announce this. <laughs> <laughs> like you just did. Um... 
House Speaker Dean Plocker, who Cherie Tolson Reich has worked with in depth over the years. Yes, we've been colleagues for um, seven years so far. And it was interesting. One of the things we talked about, and he's done some things. Um, and he, and I also like to point out facts uh, to the positive. He was one of the folks earlier this year. Trey Fauché, Mizzou College Republicans. Trey Fauché, that's a name we're going to continue to hear mm-hmm. in the political realm for a while locally. Um, he organized a thing, Modern Conservatism. And Dean Plocker, Speaker of the House, was part of the panel. We had a lawmaker from the Kansas City area was there, Sheree Tolson Reich, CTRs, people call her now the notorious CTR. <laughs> um, uh, um, State Treasurer Vivek Malik came mm-hmm. to the zoo and did the panel. And Dean Plocker and I have respect when folks are willing to come and reach out to younger people and, and do that. I thought it was really cool. What was the last thing that, or, that you and Mr. Plocker, Speaker of the House, disagreed on? Or how have you guys handled disagreements in the past? Well, recently we had veto session in September, and I was fighting for Missouri Task Force One uh, to reinstate about $1.2 or $1.4 million back into the budget to override the governor's veto. And he came to me and he said, well, why don't we give some more money to the Boone County Sheriff's Department for their new training center instead? I said, well, well, wait a minute. No. And I told him no in a nice, kind way because I've already talked with and worked with Sheriff uh, Dwayne Carey, and they are getting the funding elsewhere, so they didn't need the money. And I explained that to Dean. He didn't realize that. And he said, okay, Shree, get your task force one on the floor, and uh, I'm glad to hear Sheriff's Department's going to get their money after all. So y'all talked it out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Did he vote to override I, uh, on the, because uh, your, your bill, your bill, you you led a successful override of yeah. your own Republican governor. I believe he voted override with you. I it? think he did. I, uh, I didn't. I don't look at individual votes. I look at total numbers because right. we needed 109 and we got the, it. You got way it's over a, It's that. a nonpartisan issue. Democrats and Republicans love Task Force One. Yeah, and the governor, um, uh, the only thing I would add, uh, Brandon, it, during that interview, and I couldn't really follow up, you, you had mentioned to the speaker that you had heard the governor was going to call or maybe a rumor and a special session about IP. That would be huge if that, if that were to happen. So I was in a discussion recently um, that people are asking the governor to do this. I'm not aware that the, he's doing this on his own volition yet. Okay. Um, we're, we're pushing him because we failed. We failed in in uh, the regular session earlier this year to get IP reform done. And, and if we don't we all know. Don't 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 get around the bush here. Uh, abortion will be in our constitution mm-hmm. if we don't raise the bar. Google it. Other states, what they do with as far as initiative petition reform and what they don't do, and and we need to do better. So Dean Plocker, Speaker of the House, announcing here on Wake Up Mid Missouri this morning that. Later today, he's announcing he is going to run for lieutenant governor. Uh, so that would include him in that race now. Um, State Holly Senator Rader. Holly Rader and then Paul Berry III, who gave a presentation here in mid-Missouri last night, annual chili supper. And one other name we should mention, and uh, he'll be able to raise some money, kind of a moderate Democrat, Richard Brown, who is from Kansas City. Oh, He, did, he, he probably not, a lot of our listeners don't know him, but you've served with I, him. I've he, worked with him for years. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Pretty well. Nice man. Pretty yeah. well respected. Yes. Not a flamethrower. Um, no. Just, just someone who's just, you know, kind of quiet, but uh, works behind the scenes. Maybe this week on a national level, maybe there will be an, a, an election for Speaker of the House in Washington, D.C. Because one of the other things we got to move forward, and I do want to cover this in one of our mid-Missouri cities. We've had, I would, 
I don't want to uh, oversell the point, but it seems like we've had a rash of elected servants. So, in other words, people went to the polls and said, yes, I want you to be in this position. I'm going to take time. I'm going to make some effort to go to the polls, and I'm going to vote for you because you're telling me that you're going to sit in this chair and be a servant to me for this amount of time. And I think that is incredibly important, especially for folks, and I'll talk on on, on a national level, too, when folks say, I'm not running for this office to do that. I'm not talking about anybody on a national level right now. I'm talking about in one of our mid-Missouri, and it seems like within a year, there's been three people that have like, eh, never mind. And I think it's important. It's one of the things we are covering this morning. Also going to be doing Morning Bell Business News, little twist. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Business News, little twist right now. Looking at futures, everything is uh, up this morning. Dow futures up 138 points. NASDAQ futures up. S&P 500 futures. Those are up and tomorrow, October the 12th, big day for Social Security recipients. Matter of fact, uh, Wendy Sprouse, uh, we call her the Medicare uh, nerd. And uh, it was it was a name that uh, we were like, it just kind of happened, but she was really cool with it. And now, like, it's all in her marketing. And I want to say, as we encourage folks to shop locally, because I know folks like to go online and there's going to be some big specials with some of these websites and stuff. And I get the convenience. I don't shop on. I just had to buy a cord for uh, uh, some uh, charger. I had to get a friend uh, to get onto her Amazon account to order the thing for me because I did try to go locally and I couldn't find mm-hmm. just a chart. Anyhow, but places like Como Premium Exteriors, Dryers Shoe Store, you find Gary Nolan and Dryers Shoe Store all the time. Echo Water Systems. Uh, in Jefferson City, places like Como Vapor and Drewing Automotive. These are all strong local businesses and so i just i want to remind you and i know sometimes it can be a challenge well i can't find this at a local place i get it but i just ask that you try because these are local folks they're hiring um local people and i just have much respect for people that do that kind of um do that kind of thing and and if you're uh, marketing i heard and i wished i could find out who said this i don't know if it was mark twain somebody like that but that whole thing about um you know, wanting to cut back on marketing to save money is like stopping your watch in an effort to save time. Absolutely. And Brandon, you know, I've always said, think global, shop local. These local businesses are the ones that sponsor little league teams and local fundraising benefits. And we talk about, hey, we need to bring in a factory. Let's bring in a car parts factory. Hire 1,500 people and Joe, go get a job down at the shop and we'll solve the economy. Small businesses, local businesses, the backbone, when I say backbone, and you'll find differing numbers, but typically 75%, a lot of economists here in the state mm-hmm. will say even more, 75, 80% of business, local businesses. All right, tomorrow, big day for Social Security recipients. Seniors on Social Security uh, thrown a bone at the start of the year when their benefits rose 8.7%. Unfortunately, with President Magoo in the White House, eight, <laughs> 8.7 is nothing. It really is. No. And I hope you think about this. And I look at our, how many state employees just in Cole County, Marsh? 14,000, 15,000? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. Lots and of them. Those folks that got raises. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything because of Bidenomics. It inflation. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. If you, if you get a raise of 5%, inflation is higher, you are still losing money. And I want to impress upon that if you're a regretful biden voter joining us welcome this is wake up mid-missouri uh and if you're a younger person trying to figure things out 
That's how it works. You get a raise, but with Biden as president, it does not matter. Still losing money. So at this point, Social Security recipients eager to know what uh, 2024's colas are going to be looking like. And they won't have to sit tight too much longer. Tomorrow, the Bureau of Labor Statistics scheduled to release September's Consumer Price Index. Now, that report, here's what we're looking for. It's going to include data from the Consumer Price Index for urban wage earners and clerical workers. So Consumer Price Index... You know, they take, okay, how much is this? How much are these big three items that pretty much everybody buys? And from there, we come up with some math and some formula, and then we're going to try to spin it. Uh, but tomorrow's a big day. We'll get some numbers. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Ever to stand for conservative values and to fight for freedom. We face an uphill battle for the Senate, the House, and the White House in 2024, as well as for many offices up and down the ballot here in the great state of Texas. Please be sure to get involved and to remain dedicated to keeping Missouri red and to keeping your Senate seats red and to supporting conservatives up and down the ballot next year. God bless you. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz with a message for us here in mid-Missouri. Big annual chili supper last night. I uh, was fortunate again this year to ask to be part of the uh, the event. The thing that I really, one of the highlights for me, and I, I, I always get weird when the girls bring up the, the flip-flop thing. And um, and I'm always saying, I'm going to go to these events, and I'll put on a jacket and some nice britches and all that good stuff. But I'm like, man, I want to wear flip-flops because I really despise wearing shoes. It's really, it's, 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 not, it's not a, a thing. It's like really a thing. I just don't like wearing shoes. I'll wear them at the gym. That's uh, Otherwise, I try not to. And I finally said last night, I'm like, you know what? I'm 52. I'm very confident with what I do. I'm going to wear flip-flops. I'm going to wear a tie and all that good stuff. And here's what I love to prove Republicans have a big welcoming tent. They welcomed me in flip-flops. This big event, 125-plus people there, statewide officials, statewide candidates were all there, so I appreciated that. State Representative Cherie Tolson-Reich been hanging out with us on the show this morning. One of your Good highlights morning. from the uh, thing last night. Well, your flip-flops, of course. We're so proud of you, <laughs> and uh, I think we all ought to start a trend. How about the next GOP event? We all come in flip-flops. I want you to be comfortable. We want everybody to be comfortable. Dang it, and, I'm 52. I want to, I gotta be me. That's absolutely. I can't, we can't be any but ourselves. Uh, Mr. Brian Houseworth is here. It's good to see you. I wasn't there, but I, you know, just looking at that lineup, uh, and I saw a lot of those same speakers at the at the event, the the Lincoln Days earlier. But what really grabbed my attention is that Bill Eigel was the, the according to the lineup that was sent to me, the only gubernatorial candidate was there. So was he a firebrand or? Did um, he, oh no, Bill Eigel did not oh, make he did, he it. He was make, supposed to be gotcha. there, but he backed out. Um, uh, wow. Jay Ashcroft was there, wow. and um, Mr. Wright. Wright, Chris Wright. That's very interesting. They and I did not see Ashcroft nor Wright name on the list that was sent to me. So well, that, that's the weird thing. With last these, minute these events. And John, you kind of know how these work. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's never set in stone. As a matter of fact, so several years ago, my good friend Cherie here is probably going to get a little perturbed at me. But I'll I share won't, it. I promise. <laughs> I'll share a story. So is what happens is whether it's the Cole County Lincoln Days, which we've attended, whether it's the Chili Supper, whatever it is, these candidates, office holders, they all get invited. Ideally, they respond yes or no, but then the day of the event, something comes up, they can be there, all of a sudden they can't be there, and it just kind of changes things uh, around. It was doing uh, Lincoln Days, I guess, 2022, right before, you know, the big red wave. 
Um, but anyhow, and we went in alphabetical order because we try to show any kind of favoritism. Right. And Mike Zweifel, by the way, with the GOP in Boone County, that guy works incredibly hard, as evidenced by the sweat on his brow last night. He does great work. He's he is amazing. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, our first guy in the Senate race... <laughs> was supposed to be Eric Greitens because he's running for Senate. And he was a no-show. Like, every event, he just wasn't there, wasn't there, wasn't there. So at this e at this e event, uh, he was supposed, alphabetically, he was the first. So I'm up there at the podium, and I call out the name because we don't know whether or not they're going to be there. And you, I said, and you, there were so many people, you didn't know if he was there or not. So I said, Eric Greitens. <laughs> uh, is Eric Greitens here? Eric Gre is Eric Greitens here tonight? To s and I think somebody got mad. Uh, and, I, and I guess I must have upset enough people because uh, Rudy Keller from the Missouri Independent <laughs> included that in his That was story. the lead. The that was Independent. The lead, that yeah. was the lead, the lead sentence in the story. Yeah. Is Br Brandon Rathard called. <laughs> it wasn't about the debate. It's Brandon Rathard calling, <laughs> calling Greitens' name out. You made it on the front page, front paragraph. And there were people there that came to the Chili Supper last night just to hear Bill Eigel speak. And they came up to me and asked me. And I said, well, he was originally, but yeah. And, and, and things happen. And things, things come happen. up. I, I understand. And again, I, I, again I, I can only go but But you're absolutely right. They're absolutely right on stuff like that, that people can change. There's multiple events. They could get a flat tire. They could have a family emergency. There could be all sorts of things. So, uh, But Brandon's answer to that makes perfect sense. It, uh, I saw Brandon's picture. I encourage and you all were in it. 93.9 The Eagle Facebook page, KWS Facebook page. It looked like a good-sized crowd. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. It was really. We real. ran out of hot dogs. There were so many people. We wow. had lots of chili. But, yeah. Secretary of State gubernatorial candidate Jay Ashcroft going to be on the Gary Nolan show. At 9.35. Lieutenant Governor Mike Keogh happens to be running for governor. He's going to be uh, traveling this uh, this week in uh, mid-Missouri, so he is going to be joining us uh, on the show tomorrow. Okay. There's going to be um, an event. He's visiting the Sheltered Workshop, the Central uh, Missouri Subcontracting Enterprises. He's going to be doing some stuff there, so he's going to be joining us on the show. Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe is on the show tomorrow. That's, Once, that's a big issue, the Sheltered Workshop. Those uh, are people that want to work with the with yes. people having a hard time finding employees. The Sheltered Workshop, folks, they want to work. And there's another facility just down the road from us off of Bearfield, um, that, it, and I've done a profile on that. They contract through with the university, mm -hmm. and those those are those are people, individuals that have a disability. They want to work. They're basically so happy to be at work. One of the things I'm wondering about this just occurred to me the other day. So we had um, in one of our mid Missouri towns, Columbia, at least recently that I can think of within within a year, I believe, we've had three elected servants uh, bail on their positions. Now, and I take that stuff very seriously. As a matter of fact, I've gotten a lot of hate over the years because we had a former attorney general that campaigned on I'm not running ladders and all that and two years later was out. And I respect that individual a lot, uh, their political acumen, but when I was honest about my opinion, people got really mad at me. Especially when you campaign, I'm not gonna do that. That's an issue, that's a moral issue for me. But anyhow, these, we have three in Columbia, um, I take that very If I vote for you, I expect you're going to uphold your end of the bargain. And who are the three? I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, give me the three because I'm going to add to your list. I think you're missing uh, one I, or I, two. I'm, I'm, I'm also confused on the number. But Pat Fowler, yes. Columbia City Council, okay. she okay. bailed out on the folks that voted to put her into office. She okay. said, no, I don't want to do this. 
Catherine Sasser, Columbia Public School Board. I forgot about her. Uh, And then recently, Andrea Wainer, who, by the way, City Councilman Matt Pitts was always very complimentary of her and even spoke to her at Chief Jeff Jones' retirement Mm -hmm. party. said, hey, you know, Jeff Jones, uh, uh, Matt Pitts respects your work. Matt Pitts called me out on my own show one day. In effect, I shouldn't say he called me out, but I was something Andrea Wainer did on the council, and I didn't agree with it. And Matt, on this show, he said, Brandon... He said, I gotta tell you, he says, I, I have some respect for her and she worked very hard on this thing. And that struck me because I was listening and I, we've had that conversation since. So that's That's powerful. Three three people that are, are leaving within a year, and it just makes me wonder does that bother anybody? I mean, even if you don't like the politics, just to me it's really, really important. I understand life gets in the way. Yeah, well, you sign up on the dotted line, you know, um, and, and so I'm going to give you another example here in Boone County, former state rep, Kip Kendrick, current presiding commissioner. I've served in the House with him. He ran for his fourth and final term, spent campaign dollars, collected a lot of money from people, and then decided, oh, I'm going to resign and go double my salary and work in the Senate. And then he didn't stick around there. Now he's presiding commissioner, making over a hundred grand. But when he resigned in Boone County, that cost taxpayers $17,000. For a special election for David Tyson Smith. And then then that seat was really not competitive. I think there was a libertarian, but he he did resign. um, And he had mentioned he was going to go to work for Senator Razor. So, okay, we can add that. But I want to go back to, um, you mentioned Catherine Sasser. She was concerned about the... uh, Basically, the hate in the community. That's what she called it, the hate in She's Missouri. She's the one who, who resigned the school board, right, Brian? Moved yes. out yeah. of state, correct? It, well, she, she moved out of state or was planning to move out of state. She was upset with the transgender legislation. She said she didn't feel safe here. But in Andrea's, I, I do want to point out in fairness, Andrea Wainer's defense, she does have, well, she has a, a eye cancer that contributed part of it, but she did, she's moving and she tried to find a home in her in her ward Unfortunately for her, she couldn't find a, a home to move to in the ward. So she's resigning, but it's because it's not that she wants to resign. It's just the home she's moving to is not in the second ward. I understand what you're saying, but in context, I want to put that out there because and the home Pat is in a different. Fowler um, have to take care of her stepmom or something. It was maybe a, she had an elderly mother, but then there were there were some. But her name stayed on the ballot. But yeah, she had a she had a sick either stepmother or mother. And that, that's where I understand life gets in the way. But Pat Fowler and I researched this. She was dealing with the sick mom when she was running for office, so she already oh, knew. So okay. she shouldn't have even she put her name knew. on the ballot. Okay. Um, and then somebody like Andrea Winter, I don't know how long she was looking for a house, but I get it. Bidenomics has affected everybody, and she told, I think it was the Missourian, could not find a house in the district that she was elected to, to serve, couldn't find an affordable house. So Bidenomics got her. Mm-hmm. She moved to, and I don't know which ward it is, but she it's its definitely out of the second ward. Yeah, and then um, uh, Sasser, Sasser knew, knew that legislation yeah. was coming and still decided to run and told people that invested their time Money. Their energy, their money. People that went door to door for Miss Sasser. Hey, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in. They're they're lying. Well, well, the state scares me. I think it's a bullcrap answer. And you knew, you knew when you ran for office, you knew this legislation was coming down the pipeline. So I I don't accept those. Um, 
I, I just facts I, matter, Brandon, because the bill that passed, number one, it has a sunset clause in four it. Four years. It had for um, a grandfather clause. So so minors under 18 who are currently treating could continue that. And she was saying basically Sasser's point was that she did not feel, and I think her children and her did not feel safe in Missouri. Um, she did. She said that at a school board meeting. So, but um, it, it, good information. I, I appreciate you. Hey, and I know our show's supposed to be on until nine o'clock, but I'm leaving early. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Marsh, you got this for us, Sheree. You got. You got this. I'm out. Will that mean your name will stay on the ballot? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to leave. But you signed on the dotted line, Brandon. You're saying until nine. But my name's going to stay on the show. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Enjoy. Can't wait to see how this works out in St. Louis. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at your story. Uh, a city program paying. And here's the thing. Please understand, this is not about being heartless. I'm loving this kick that the very progressive mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, I love what he has been saying. I don't agree with very little. But here's where New York City Mayor Eric Adams is right. When he talks about illegal immigration, here's the thing. Um, we're against illegal immigration. Here's why. Well, because we believe in laws, uh, number one. That's first and foremost. If your very first act in coming to this country is breaking the law, that's an issue. The other thing that's important is we simply, we don't have the resources. We don't. It's like my grandpa used to tell me. Uh, he'd say, well, he, he would say, Brandon, does your dad give you allowance to do chores around the house? Be like, no. As a matter of fact, he doesn't. He said, you know why? And I said, well, my dad says because I live here too and I chip in. And he was exactly right. Yeah. Never got an allowance. My kids never got an allowance. You I never here. got an allowance. No. We were expected to help around the house. You live here too. You help out. And then my grandpa said, and then if you can help out in the neighborhood, whether it's financially or picking up trash or helping helping Mrs. Huffnagel with groceries down the street. You I'm an that. expert at picking up trash, Brandon. Yeah. I do it every Sunday. And then if you can help your city and help your state, then you do that and you do it privately. You don't take my tax money and, and do that. So it's not about being heartless. And Mayor Eric Adams is exactly right when he says we have an endless amount of compassion. We do not have an endless amount of resources, and that's what um, only, not smart progressives, but idiot progressives, that's what idiot progressives don't understand. It's not because of the color of someone's skin or whatever. Um, so not being heartless here when it comes to folks that um, low-income families in St. Louis, um, they're kicking off a program in St. Louis where the mayor is taking taxpayer money. I think this is socialism, I think. When yes, you, it is. Is that John? I think I don't know. Maybe Hanson could look up the dictionary definition of socialism. But you take somebody else's money who yeah. does have it, and then you give it to those that don't have it. That's the way I understand it. Um, it's going to hundreds of city households, um, and it's going to help build stronger neighborhoods. Hmm. Um, is what it does. Is it shows? Oh, if I just kick back and do nothing long enough. Joe's going to pay off my student loan. Tashara's going to give me money uh, to go buy Cocoa Puffs and ground beef. I why should I do anything? Free That's, Obama phones. 
subsidized housing, food, med- free medical care, free, free, free. Somebody's got to pay for it. So that's what's happening in St. Louis here in uh, Leftovers. What you got for Leftovers? Well, I just want to mention, again, um, uh, Senate Bill 190, try to freeze uh, property tax for seniors. And uh, it ha- a county commission can do it. We've already had like five counties jump on board and have done it. But I don't believe our Boone County Commission will. So I started the initiative petition process. This does not lower taxes. It will just freeze them for the future. And uh, if you want to talk more about it, please contact me. If you want to sign, just wait for your tax bills to come out mid-November and are due December 31st. Your shell shock will knock you out. Mm. Boy, that's not fun <laughs> at all. Because <when> you, <laughs> you, you know it's coming, right, John? You know it's coming. Yeah. Uh, and then it comes and you're like, and you sit with the spouse and you're like, all right, honey, we got, and then you open it up. And here's the thing. Uh, you know, we talk about the economy and its impact and how you have less spending power now. The real impact of that is how it makes you feel. Now, I have friends that say, your feelings, it doesn't matter. But collectively as a nation, when you have 330 million people in this country and the vast majority of them are getting bills on their taxes, they're trying to buy groceries. What does that do? I mean, if you're honest and serious for a minute, what does that do to your psyche? Oh, it's just terrible because... Uh, it bums you out. Yes. And when you have 330 million depressed people in the country, <laughs> uh, it's not good. Marsh, you got anything for leftovers? Well, you might be aware that uh, Congregation Beth Shalom, the synagogue in Columbia, they're ramping up their security. They're going to do a vigil tomorrow for the victims. So if you plan to attend, be aware. You may see an increased police presence and even... Uh, private security folks at the synagogue. Yeah, because again, Columbia is a progressive city and we're seeing what other progressives like Cori Bush, Rashida Tlaib, people like Ilhan Omar, uh, how they are coming out on this issue with uh, Israel. It says a lot about those people, not as politicians. It just says a lot about them as, uh, as human beings.